There's a priest who's going to be retiring from being a professor at the seminary, and by my estimation, he's a mystic, and my definition of a mystic is one who, when you listen to them, you are sure that they are utterly mad, only real, later to realize that they spoke truth to you in a very profound way. So here's an example of one of the early homilies I heard from him. I'm a brand new priest, I'm sitting, or not a brand new priest, a brand new student at the seminary, sitting in the pews and listening to this homily. And he holds up this rock. And it's just a plain garden variety, everyday rock. And he says, don't you think this rock is wonderful? It's spectacular. And he says to this group of young men, right, say, I love you, rock. We're like, I'm not going to say that. I said, no, say it. Say, I love you, rock. Like, I love you, rock. And he explained that the rock was wild. And he used that, that way of saying it too. It's a wild rock. He says, you cannot control it. It was completely independent. And it's impossible to manipulate in its substance. You can pick it up, you can carve it, you can throw it, you can paint it, you can do whatever you want to it. But at the center of its being, it would be a rock. In fact, it was impossible for it to be anything else. And it gives God perfect glory because it does what God intended for it to do, be a rock. So you have a rock at the one end of being, which can only be what it is, and at the other end of being, you have God, who is being, who is all in all, right? God can only be God. And then in between, there are a few creatures that can be false to what it is. Rocks, plants, animals, they all give proper glory to God because they're fulfilling their nature. Only man and angels can be false to who they are called to be. While a rock can only be a rock, man has free will to be deceptive in who he is. For example, through baptism, every single solitary one of us were made a son or daughter of our heavenly father. But we can also live in contrast to that state. We call that sin. In the Our Father that we were taught today in the gospel, it not only gives praise to God, but it reminds us of who we are to be. Right off, the, right off the bat, when we pray to our Father, we are called to community with the first word, our. Not my or me, our. And then we, are, we figure out really quickly what type of community that's supposed to be when we say the second word, Father. Our Father, we are family. God has no grandchildren, no stepchildren. We are his sons and daughters, which also makes us brothers and sisters. With these two words, we know who we are to be and how easy it is for beings of free will not to live up to this fully at all times. That's why the prayer continues. For example, just one line, how odd it is that we pray, thy will be done. How can God not do his will? It's impossible. 
I used to imagine at Mass when we prayed these words, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And I imagined that will coming down us like fire, right? And just in, in, uh, fulfilling everybody so that with God we will go out and do his will. But God doesn't need prayers for God to do God's will. He's going to do it with or without our prayers, just like that rock is going to be a rock with or without our prayers. What needs prayer is his children to live the truth in which they have been made, to be authentically sons and daughters of their father in heaven, to be his sons and daughters fully like mahogany and not just a Christian veneer. When we pray this prayer, don't think about later in this mass, we'll be praying it. Don't think about it going to a distant God somewhere out there, or it generally affects the order of things. It's about the present with our Father God. And it's about you, your life, and who you are to be, and what you are supposed to be doing at the time right now that you are praying it. As his sons and daughters, it's praying that you're going to live this out in this moment, enacting his will in your own life, bringing about the kingdom at this moment. When we live the kingdom, it is present. And we take on the responsibility of being a member of his family and his household. Like the rock that gives glory to God by unabashedly and wildly being a rock, you men, in this room right now who it seems so often are currently under attack for your masculinity. Be a man and live thoroughly the man he created you to be with all the blessings and responsibility that this implies as son and brother and husband and father, worker, citizen and Christian to live this authentically and thoroughly by his will. And in being a woman, embracing joyfully and with your whole heart all the ways in which you are made in God's likeness and image as daughter, sister, wife, mother, worker, citizen, and Christian. And allow his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven through you. And when we come to that part of the Mass today, in which we will pray together as family, our Father, call to mind clearly not only what you are asking of your Father, but also what it implies of you and what you are to do today and who you are called to be in your most authentic self.